the National Consumer Commission will institute a public inquiry into timeshare industry. This after the commission was inundated with complaints from consumers alleging serious misconduct from role players in the vacation ownership industry. For more on this, we're on the line to National Consumer Commission's Commissioner Ibrahim Mohammed. A very good afternoon to you and thank you so much for speaking to us. Um, what kind of complaints have you been receiving? Well, firstly, most of the complaints that we receive um, relate to the points um, uh, system um, uh, that is being sold by these <coughs> uh, promoters or um, owners of these timeshare or uh, clubs and so on. But the types of complaints um, range over quite a few areas and issues. Um, essentially, the one very important one is the one of um, uh, contract in perpetuity. This means that once a person enters into that contract, one cannot get out of that contract ever. But that is not where it ends. If that person then passes on, then the contract is inherited by the person's heirs, and it continues. It's a it's a contract that never ever ends. So okay. it's basically <laughs> debt that also never ends. Pardon? I'm saying it's basically debt that never ends, as you say. Yes. That is inherited, yes. Yes. whether a person wants to or not. Exactly, and 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 uh, remember that there are monthly levies payable um, uh, on all of these um, uh, schemes. Right, which means that a consumer would have to pay. Well, you can pay once of annual levy, but um, uh, it could also be paid monthly. So there are monthly levies that a consumer pays. Mm-hmm. Now, when the consumer then tries to uh, get a booking at a certain um, uh, resort or hotel or timeshare uh, property, the consumer is more often than not told, "I'm sorry, but there's no booking." Right, but the consumer still has to pay the levy. So is it fair to ask a consumer who does not have access to the property that is paid for, um, uh, not to have access to that, but you have to pay a levy to keep the place administratively clean and in order for somebody else's enjoyment? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's problems such as those. It's problems of... of, of um, contract cancellation, contracts with um, the unavailability of accommodation that relates to overbooking and overselling. Then there are the marketing tactics, high-pressure marketing tactics that um, uh, um, uh, some of these promoters of these schemes, um, when they're selling it to to individuals. This, again, speaks to affordability. Um, People are... um, uh, you know, pressurized into buying. They told us wonderful holidays for the rest of your life every year, you know, for only so much and so on. And then people offer it because it sounds very attractive. And it but sounds like you're saving end, money. I know I've fallen victim to this as well. <laughs> at the end of the day, they can't get a booking and they continue having to pay these levies. You know, some of the representations in the marketing of the points based programs and so on. So those are the types of complaints. Um, uh, that we do so you now. say you've been receiving pushback from these companies, and this is why you've decided to um, establish a public inquiry. Yeah, what, what had happened was the commission had taken a matter to the um, National Consumer Tribunal, 
And um, uh, what had happened was several technical um, uh, problems were identified. Um, and based on all of those technical problems, they call them in law, they call them in limine points were raised. And um, that weakened the case of the commission. And we decided to withdraw the matter rather than to pump more money into the matter, um, knowing that there was points in them, they agreed to weaken our case and we'll end up losing the matter. So what we did, and some of those matters and the points raised um, uh, referred to some of the, 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 the points and the arguments that we had um, uh, raised in our papers and so on. So what we decided, it was best because we also discovered that not all of these complaints are completely covered by the provisions of the Consumer Protection Act. Okay, some of them, many of them, yes, but not all of them. There were, there are some legislative gaps. The um, uh, acts governing and regulating timeshare go back 15, 20 years or longer, and it has never been updated and so on. So what we are attempting to do with this inquiry is to do a, an inquiry covering the entire spectrum of timeshare, and then hopefully at the end of the day to make some recommendations, um, uh, for them to make some recommendations to us, for the panel to make some recommendations to me, I will then have to, to, to assess this whole um, uh, report uh, with regards to how we can go about it in the future, what it is that needs to be done. In other words, we need to change this law. We need to include a new section in that law. We need this, we need that, we need the other to cover up this. You know, so that when a consumer, a consumer will then be much more protected and will um, be able to very successfully um, uh, complain against timeshare owners who are then in contravention of the law. So at the moment, um, there are several gaps in the law, which I don't believe was foreseen in, at the time that it was um, uh, passed and so on, and all that needs attention. Thank you so much okay. for speaking to us.